You're listening to Take It Personally, a podcast about the personal side of business and the art of standing out. Hello. I have been really nervous <laughs> to record this episode. That's been a long time coming to talk about because I am so scared of what people will think, which just seems to be my Achilles heel <laughs> in life. I care so much what people think. And in this case, I keep thinking, will my client be upset? Will or clients be upset? Will past models be hurt? Will friends and family and colleagues be confused? And honestly, that's probably all the more reason to have this conversation because what I've learned through this transition is that sometimes the right thing looks and feels absolutely insane. So let me back up. And let's talk about why I walked away recently from my biggest photography client. So I've been working for a children's pajama company since 2018. When we started working together, I had just left my full-time job and this company was on the smaller side probably. Both of our businesses were newer, honestly. Um, Fast forward to 2020 and their business absolutely exploded and we went from doing shoots every couple of months to at least once a month. Now, really? This is a photographer's dream. Consistent income, an ongoing relationship with a really fantastic client. On paper, it was totally perfect. But in the same amount of time, my business had changed a lot too. In early 2021, so earlier this year, I started working on a website redesign. And alongside the designer, I basically got back to the foundations of my business. So what am I about? Who do I work with? What do I love? And suddenly it became very clear that the work I was doing for this longtime client, this amazing company, it didn't totally fit in with where I wanted my business to go. One of like the most eye-opening things was when we were talking about service lines and I was talking about personal branding photography. I'm like, I really want that to be the focus of this website. And she said, she's like, okay, well, a lot of the work you do is over here more in product photography for this company. Are we featuring this on your website at all? And I was like, no, I don't really want more clients in that area. I want to focus on personal branding. And the more I thought about that, the more I was like, oh my gosh, I have all this really incredible work that I'm very proud of, and I'm not even going to put it on my website. Like, I'm, I'm not even going to use that to get other clients. And at face value, I don't think that there's anything wrong with that. But it just made me really think about what I was doing and where my business was going. So I love working with women business owners, whether I'm coaching them or photographing them. That's really my sweet spot. But I was actually spending most of my time photographing babies and toddlers in this other part of my business. Now, that doesn't seem bad. Who doesn't love babies? And in fact, I was having babies at the same time. So it didn't feel like a departure at all. It felt like a perfect fit. But as I got more clear on my brand, I realized it wasn't adding up. I had made a conscious effort to leave certain types of photography where I would be working with kids and families, not because I hate it and not even because I wasn't good at it, but because it wasn't my number one. When I thought about my dream clients, that wasn't it. So then to be spending all of this time actually doing that exact thing that I thought that I had left behind, it was just in a different situation. It felt like it didn't make much sense. 
So as I was realizing this, I was also realizing that these shoots had become their own beast as the client needs understandably grew. So I grew my team with contractors to help support me at these shoots. I had my assistant, an associate photographer, a videographer, an editor to help me get through these shoots as fast as we could before the next shoot would pop up. This also allowed me to step into more of a creative director role with this client. So I wasn't just behind the camera, but really directing the shoot and being the eyes and ears on set since they were remote, the client was remote. At the time, I thought that these changes would be exactly what I needed to continue working with this client and serving them in the best way possible while still growing all of my favorite parts of my own brand. But it didn't work. I really wanted it to so, so badly. I had so many conversations with friends and other photographers trying to figure out how to make this work and also do what I felt like I needed to do, which was focus on personal branding. And it just wasn't working. I had had so many conversations with specifically other photographers and no one could understand why I would want, like why it wasn't working out. And I remember people would say like, I know you love working with this client. I just can't imagine you walking away from them. And I'm thinking, it's not that like, that's not, that's not the problem. It's not that I don't love this client. It's not that it's not a dream job. It's just like, it's not my dream anymore. And so I was talking to a friend who's not a photographer and probably knows me best of any of my friends. I'll always remember this conversation. We were talking about raising prices. And we were throwing out all these numbers that kind of felt crazy, to be honest, to charge, trying to determine at what point am I going to feel like, yes, this is good. That works. If it takes up the time on my calendar that it's taking, that's the price where I feel really good about it. I can do that. But there wasn't a number. And she actually said that at one point. She was like, Maddie, it sounds like it's not about the money. And it wasn't. The money didn't matter. And I don't mean to be flippant because of course money matters. And of course we need to pay our bills. And I was so grateful that this client had basically been paying mine. Truly. So grateful. Again, dream job. But things had changed. This thing that began as a dream job, it shifted. And the thing that I had to come to terms with was that it was still a dream job. But it wasn't my dream job. And that's what counts. That's what made me realize I had to do something about it, even though I was terrified of what that meant. Of course, because I am me, before I sent this breakup email to my client, I talked about it with basically every coach and confidant and best friend that I have. And one of the things that made me so nervous was, of course, what would people think? Not just people, but this client, the client that I had spent years working with and getting to know and creating a really amazing work friendship with. Something that one of my coaches said to me, which I held really closely to, was this. You don't want them to not be sad. You might think you do, but you don't. Not only does that take away their freedom to experience human emotion, which of course you don't want to strip them of. But also, if they're sad, it means you've done a good job. It means they'll miss you. It's the same as if you're putting in two weeks at a job. You don't want them to be like, thank God, we never really liked you. (laughs) Like, that's not what you want them to say. So you don't actually want them to not be sad. But in my case, and probably in many other people's cases too, I wanted to break up 
for lack of a better term, in a way that made it very clear that while it was time for me to do something else, it really had nothing to do with them. Again, this was a dream job, just wasn't my dream job. I won't spend much time talking about what it was like when I finally sent the email, mostly because it was very anticlimactic. She was sad and we exchanged some really sweet messages about it. And then it was on to figuring out the transition plan. Of course, it's personal. I hate, I hate when people say business isn't personal. It's like one of the most personal things I will ever do. I take everything personally, which is why we have this podcast. (laughs) So of course, it's personal and we have feelings about these things, but it is also business, right? And life goes on. In business, things change. Dreams shift. We have to pivot. And when I explained my reasoning, she was so excited for me. It actually reminded me a lot of when I quit my job because I had made myself sick in probably the week or two leading up to leaving. And when I finally gave my notice, of course they were sad. Like we all cried. It was sad. Change is scary and sad and all of those things. But I remember my coworkers saying things like, I'm just so proud of you. I'm so proud of you. Like, it still makes me emotional because that's what they said. They didn't say, like, how dare you? I can't believe you're leaving. They said, I'm so proud of you. And that was the same feeling that I got from this client, which is really powerful. And that's entrepreneurship. I mean, honestly, that's life. Of course, we want the best for the people that we care about. She was thrilled that I was following my dream, even if it meant a period of transition for her team. And I think that says a lot. So... The response since this change has been really interesting and forced me to confront my ego. I've had a few people who have found out about the change because they've um, asked me. I, I have a model group on Facebook where we pull models from, obviously, and I use it for all my clients. But since this was my biggest client, I was primarily using it for this client. And we went from shooting, you know, every three to four weeks to not shooting at all to not doing model calls and people were like hi what's going on like we can see that there's still there there are still photos but you're not taking them so a few people have found out and the response has been like I said really confronting of my ego because I liked being associated with a brand like this I mean who wouldn't right like they have an amazing product they have an amazing following they are just like really good people and it's a fun job and I could tell that when I would tell people yeah you know we broke up everything is fine everything is good I'm just going a different direction with my business I could tell that they thought I was a little bit crazy Um, and I don't blame them (laughs) one of the things that people have said a lot is like oh why would you do that you're so good at it you're so good at it which is really sweet But it's made me think that an episode like this, where I talk a little bit about this transition in my own business, is really important because I think as entrepreneurs, there are probably a lot of things that we could be doing that we're good at, either because we're just naturally gifted at them or because we've worked our asses off. I don't know if I'm allowed to swear (laughs) on a podcast. I'm going to have to mark this as explicit now. I'm probably not going to do that. Um... We've worked our butts off to get to this point. So like maybe, you know, we weren't like born really good at this thing, but we are entrepreneurs, right? Like we will be good at something at this thing. We will be good at it. And 
I think the further you go in business, the more that you realize that there are maybe a lot of things that you're pretty good at, but it doesn't mean that that's the thing that you should be doing. It doesn't mean that that's the thing that lights you up and like makes you feel fulfilled. And that's kind of the point that I came to. Like there was no doubt in my mind and that actually helped with a lot of the acceptance of like knowing that I needed to make this change was understanding that like, yes, I could continue to do this. I could continue to create these really amazing photos and work for this fantastic client and like just keep going. But at what cost? And in my case, it was at the cost of building the brand that I believe in so, so, so much. I want more time on my calendar to work one-on-one with other women. And it's interesting because this brand that I broke up with, um, like they're a woman-owned brand too. Like I was working directly with women, but I wasn't, that's not what I was taking photos of. And when I was spending a lot of the time working within this client, um, it was working with kids and babies. And that just wasn't the wheelhouse that I was interested in. So sometimes it's like just micro things where you look at it on paper and you're like, I feel like this should be really fulfilling. I feel like this should be really great. And it's just not. And you have to get really clear with yourself and your intuition and what you actually want. And I think it takes time. I mean, if we were to go back and actually look at when I started to get these feelings of like, I don't know if this is my dream job anymore, it was probably last fall, which is insane to even say, because that's probably also when I doubled down on like, I'm going to hire these people and I'm going to get these contractors and I'm going to like be the best I can be so I can, you know, step out of a little bit of the day-to-day type tasks and be more of that creative director and serve this client in the best way possible and also still have room on my calendar for this other thing that I really want to do. And I mean, we all know that didn't, that didn't work. Not that it couldn't have, but it didn't. Um... And I, I fought it for so long. I fought my own intuition that was basically screaming at me and telling me, you don't want to do this. This isn't, this isn't your thing anymore. Even if you can do it, it doesn't mean you should. One of the things that made me kind of nervous about this transition was walking away from that consistent income. And to be totally honest, if I was earlier in business, it probably would have scared me to the point where like I may not have done this because that consistency really is so important in business. It's a difficult thing to walk away from. But I think because I've, you know, been doing this for a bit, it was easier to trust that something would fill the gap. And within a month I don't even know if I was like completely transitioned out with this client yet I got an inquiry from the coolest personal brand I mean okay I work with a lot of cool personal brands but I was really excited about this one and within um yeah so that was within like a month and uh eventually I sent this personal brand, the largest project estimate that I've ever sent, ever in business. Um, I maybe have sent larger estimates for like bigger commercial brands, but honestly, I don't even, I don't even 
think that that's the case. I think it was like the largest estimate that I've sent for one person. Um, and it was like a couple projects over a period of time. Like, I don't want to exaggerate this, but it was really exciting. And I got it. Um, and the, the project has shifted a little bit since like the original estimate. Um, but that client like filled the gap within a month. And I know that that's because of the work that I've put in over the past few years. Like, I know that that's not just like luck or coincidence, even though I was like, thank you, universe. I will take this. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Um, I get that. I've worked hard. And I also got a little lucky. Like, I think all those things are valid. But I think it just goes to show you that that space will be filled. If I, if I still would have had this other client on my docket when I got that inquiry, I wouldn't have been able to take it. Or actually, knowing me, I would have taken it. And I would have been completely miserable because I would now have like these two very high needs clients who like they need to be high needs. That's what their brands like. That's that's why I like working with these bigger brands because whether they're personal or not, because I, I want to be able to fulfill their needs at that higher level. But I couldn't have done that if I still had this other client that I was shooting for on a monthly, you know, monthly basis. So that was a really cool nod from God or the universe or whatever you believe in. Um, that I was doing the right thing. And I kept reminding, because I've had things like this happen before, I kept thinking like when I was ready to tell this client um, that I wanted to transition out, I kept thinking like this is making space for something bigger and better. I, I have to believe that, right? Like I have to believe that this is making space for something bigger and better because anytime that you follow your heart and you follow your gut and you do what you feel like you're meant to do, you're probably right. Like you're probably right, but you kind of have to take that jump first. Similar to quitting a job, you know, similar to any big life change that you have. And I'm not saying go quit your job tomorrow without like a dollar in your savings account. Please don't do that. But sometimes we can be as prepared as possible and still not make the jump because we're so scared. In my case, scared of what other people will think. It wasn't even, I mean, like like the conversation I had with my, my girlfriend, it wasn't even about the money. It was just like, what are people going to think? What's my own ego going to think that I'm walking away from this super cool client, right? But... That I, that kind of thing truly is what it takes, I believe, is what it takes to get to that point where you've created a business that you love. I think that it's really easy to accidentally create a business that you don't like that much, right? It just, it takes a million small decisions where you're compromising on your own values or ethics or... Um, even just like what you like and what you don't like, what your intuition is telling you and what you decide to do instead, a million little tiny compromises like that. And suddenly you look back and you're like, I don't even like this. I don't even like this. And for my particular situation, that's being very dramatic. You guys know I have a love for the dramatics <laughs> because I did love this client and I did love this job and I am so proud of the growth that they've had and that I got to play a role in that and I'm so proud of the work we created all of those things but I'm also really proud that I 
decided to listen to what I felt was right and that I'm continuing to do that even when things feel hard, it would be it would be easy to stay in the position that I was in where I was, you know, getting a new request to my inbox every couple of weeks and that income was there and the client relationship was there and I didn't have to work as hard like that would have been easy, but easy at a really high price and easy to create something that eventually wouldn't feel that easy if it was something that I wasn't even really aligned with anymore. So I don't really know how to end this episode. (laughs) Awkward. Um, I hope that if you're facing decisions in business or in life right now where you feel like people think you're a little crazy, but you know it's the right thing, like you know what the next right thing is, even if everyone around you is like, you're insane. Like, please sit down. You don't know what you're talking about. But your intuition is screaming like, no, I know this is right. Just give me some time. I'll figure it out. This is how it's supposed to be. I hope you listen to that voice. I hope you listen to that voice faster than I did because I think I caused myself a lot of grief and a lot of panic and overwhelm and um, drama that didn't need to happen if I would have just like listened to that voice a little bit sooner and everything worked out it was you know I'm I'm I am so happy for the way everything played out because I still have a great relationship with these people and I'm doing what I want to do but I do wish I would have listened to myself a little bit sooner right like that's that's an important skill to be able to notice that that voice and that intuition So I hope that you can learn from my mistakes and my oversight in this case and listen to your own intuition and try and drown out the voices telling you that you are stupid or you're crazy or you don't know what you're talking about because you do. You totally know what you're talking about. You know what the next right thing is. You know what's best for you. Now you just got to go out there and do it. Thank you so much for listening to Take It Personally. If you're a regular listener, you might already know that some of the best conversations actually happen after the show. Head over to Facebook and search Take It Personally podcast to join our private Facebook group and join the conversation. We'll also put the link in the show notes. And if you haven't already, would you head over to iTunes and leave us a review? This is the best way to let other people know about the show and help us to keep creating content you love. You can also head to takeitpersonallypodcast.com for all the show notes from today's episode and past episodes. Thanks so much for listening. See you next week.